Rusty Quill presents. Hey guys, welcome to the season 10 mid-season finale for Wobegon. Despite my many protestations, time seems to keep moving forward at a pace that honestly I'm not comfortable with. Someone should do something about that. The government, perhaps. But if time is going to continue to progress, at least you can come watch me every Sunday afternoon on Twitch at twitch.tv wobegonpod, where I write that week's episode soundtrack and then we play a video game like The Zumbinis or Nancy Drew or GeoGuessr. So give me a follow over there if you want to come hang out. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes, instrumental, soundtrack albums, Q&As, director's commentaries, movies with Michael, postcards, and more. It's also a good place to check out the vocal songs that are featured in some of the episodes. Those will normally go up on SoundCloud and other streaming services eventually, but they will always be on Patreon. So check that out at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons. Tammy Kent, Kobe Obiobi, Heather Cantu, Tuffy, J-Cat, Nile, Tracy Hall, Mabel Ng, Queen Mab, and Clover Jarman for supporting the show. And a special shout out to Arjun, whose name I mispronounced a couple weeks ago. I hope I got it closer to correct this time. Enjoy. Warning, this episode contains a depiction of violence, and has a scene that is especially visceral and wet, so keep that in mind if you're sensitive to that sort of thing. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, oh, fuck. What? Why? This is my room. What's going on? Who the hell are you? Did you do this? Did you move me just now? Shh. Mikey. Mikey Bear. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Who the fuck are you and why are you calling me Mikey Bear? My name is Edgar. I'm one of Jamila's friends. I work with them at Over. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to rescue you. Keep your voice down. Edgar, you're, you're like that Edgar? Is that H's computer? Why would I have H's computer? You, you're you not here for the computer, are you? I thought I took care of that. No, I'm not here for the computer. You know who I am? You read the files we wrote about you? S- sort of. Yes, that is H's computer. Yes, I did read the files. Where is Jam? There was an incident at the base. H knows about you. He knows what Jamila did. Oh, they God. They are in H's office right now, waiting for me to get back from this mission. Edgar, uh, be honest with me, as someone who used to... Are they going to kill Jam? No. There was an interrogation. H promised not to punish Jamila as long as someone took care of you, Mikey. I volunteered so that Jam wouldn't have to. But the good news for you is that I have a plan. I made an iteration of you. He's in the other room right now, which is why we need to keep our voices down. I'm going to get you out of here but I do have to kill an iteration of you so that Base has evidence that I got the job done. Well, bully for you. H makes it sound like a really fun time, but you're going to get me out of here to where exactly? You'll be safe in my cabin for a little while, at least until we can figure out what to do next. I have a lot of power at Base. H trusts me. He wouldn't search my cabin, and he doesn't have any reason to think that I would try to rescue you. I sounded as enthusiastic as possible when I volunteered. He doesn't know that I know about what he's up to. It's more self-serving than he pretends it is. I'll tell you more once we're back at my cabin. I need to go for now. If we're going to pull this off, we need to stick to a tight schedule. Stay in there until I come to get you. No matter what happens, no matter what you hear me and Mike doing in the other room, complete and total silence. 
Can you do that for me, Mikey? If you're telling the truth, then why wouldn't you send me back to your cabin right now? You wouldn't be able to hear me at all from there. There are a lot of things that have to happen just right in order for this to work. I can't bring you to my cabin until later, or the plan will fall apart. You're going to have to trust me. And why should I trust you? Why shouldn't I just run out the back and into the forest? I've seen the files. I know that I've killed you at least once. This could be some sort of convoluted revenge plan. I don't play with my food, Mikey Bear. I would have killed you already if I wanted you dead. I didn't have to answer any of your questions. I have to go, really, this time. Stay here and be quiet. That's the most important thing. Quiet. Say it back to me. I'll be quiet, and this plan had better be a good one. Thank you. I'm gonna go deal with the other Mikey. After that, I'll retrieve you, and we'll get out of here. Do not make a run for it. They will hunt you down, and I won't be able to help you. Stay exactly where you are. I'm going now. Bye, Mikey. I'll be back soon. Wait, I still have questions. Is Eagle going to- <sighs> Fuck. Well, best of luck to you, Edgar. I'm- Gonna have to come up with an equally embarrassing name. Fucking Mikey Bear, give me a break. back. I'm in here. Uh, how was the mission? Uh, not too traumatic, I hope. Uh, if you're down, uh, I think we need to talk about the record player. It was, it was me. I broke it, okay? I ordered you a new one on Amazon, though. I, I had to use your debit card because I don't have a bank account, obviously, but I'll pay you back once we get this all sorted out, okay? The new one's a, a Crosley. I know they're, they're cheap and they have a terrible reputation and I just, I didn't want to spend all your money, you know? Oh, and uh, I got some fancy olives. Uh, you can try them, um, but also you don't have to try them. Uh, to be honest, I think that I got carried away with olives. Cause I, you know, I needed something that I could control and I don't have anything like that. Uh, but uh, I, I did the dishes. Hi, Mikey. Ah, fuck. I didn't want to spook you, but you wouldn't turn around. You can tell why I'm here from the pistol I'm holding, I'm sure. Hands where I can see them, please. Very cordial of you with your please and thank you. I am so tired of guns in my face. Who are you? Where is Jam? I'm Edgar. I work with Jam at base. Wait, Edgar? You're Edgar from, like, Mike and Edgar? The very same. I don't know what I expected. Uh, good to see that in at least one timeline I was branching out beyond my normal type. Do you think that you could do your old flame one last favor and cooperate one final time? I don't want this to hurt for either of us. I have not been rewarded for my cooperation in the past. What if I don't cooperate? Hey, what if you don't cooperate? You could always defect, you know. You're working for a guy who sent me on a mission to kill you in another timeline. You know about that, right? 
He ordered me to make it look like we were on a date, presumably because in a separate timeline we had been dating, and it doesn't look like he batted an eye when he gave the order. Are you going to do what he says? I am certainly not elated that Hunter did that to us in a previous timeline. Between you and me, I don't care for his attitude regarding this connectivity strike. On the other hand, the reason this connectivity strike is happening is because you are genuinely such a destabilizing force, Mikey. It's a trade-off, no matter what. Either you die, or I do. Or the choice is between you and Hunter, or you and your new cowboy boyfriend. I pick me. Now Jam's involved. Killing you was the last resort to ensure that everyone else could live. I, uh, no offense, Edgar, uh, I hate this. I am getting tired of being told that I have to die so apparently everyone else on Earth can live happily ever after. It's patronizing. It's not convincing. I listened to the surveillance recording of H killing me. He said all that shit too. It's not a consolation. If you really were my beloved boyfriend in another timeline, don't condescend to me. Alright, I won't. Sit down on the couch and don't move. If you cooperate, we won't make a mess in Jamila's living room, and I won't leave you gasping on the floor like H did. Jam gets to go back to their life like they never met you. How does that sound? Sit. I'm getting antsy with you pacing around. And if I don't sit like a good fucking dog, I take it Eagle is waiting around back like last time? Yes, he is. He is standing guard and has orders to make sure that I complete the mission. Eagle doesn't know the meaning of the term quick and painless. He doesn't know you and doesn't care how painful things get for you. Sit down, Mikey Bear. Please. You can ask me anything you want, and then I'll complete the mission when we're done. It will be over in an instant. Just like when H ordered you to do the same to me. I'm going to call your bluff on Eagle. I'm not convinced that he exists. I think that he's made up in order to keep me here. What kind of name is Eagle? It sounds like someone needed to make up a name in a hurry and they were thinking about Street Fighter. Don't do that, Mikey. Eagle, do you copy? Loud and clear, boss. Everything okay in there? God damn it. We have decent cooperation. Just conducting some interrogation. The bear sang. There's a dupe in the back bedroom. He Wait, says uh, Jan I, I didn't, didn't know. What, what are you saying to him? You want me to take care of that for you? If you could do that while I'm finishing up here, that'd be great. Can do. Going on a bear hunt. Meet me back there when you're finished. Over and out. 10-4. Over and out. I, you know I understood all that, right? Your coded language could use some work. Uh, there's an iter- You told him I confessed to having an iteration in the back room? That's business between myself and Eagle. There's an iteration, and I'm the bear. Yes. And Eagle is real. Sit down, Mikey. Well, I think that an eagle would lose to a bear in a real fight, but he would totally fucking kill me, wouldn't he? You might be a bear, but eagle would carve you up like a turkey. Okay, I'm sitting down. Thank you. As a favor for your cooperation, what do you want to know? What is all of this really about? Don't give me some spiel about death neutrality or any of that bullshit. This isn't about saving lives. H was way too giddy about it for that to be the case. Why does he want to kill me so badly? You and the youngest iteration of Hunter were extremely close when you first moved to Over. Best friends, even. He had already been here a while, and he showed you the ropes and fixed as many of your mistakes as he could. You would get into trouble and call up one of Hunter's iterations, and they would figure it out for you. But the longer you were at Over, the more deadly the mistakes became. You and the Hunters fought 
and that fight turned into an all-out war. At one point, you and your iterations did exactly what he and his iterations are doing to you now, wiping out all of the iterations. We call that a connectivity strike. There were some negotiations after that between your base and the Hunters, but the base violated the terms and the war started all over again. Hunter took over your base in retaliation, far enough back that you didn't even know it was your base after the correction. That was when he ordered you to kill me, to keep your base from having a resurgence in the new timeline. There was a resurgence anyway, which is when Hunter finally resorted to removing you from the equation entirely. He really did exhaust most of his other options before deciding on the connectivity strike. That was impressive, Edgar. Very informative, but very concise. And very little of it is in the files. I've seen the files. I didn't read through all of them, but I was looking for exactly that sort of detail and didn't find it. So where did you hear all of this? Did H tell you? I'm not working off just the files. Is there anything else? Uh, yeah. I used to run base, apparently. What was that like? Disorganized and unstable. We spent all of our time putting out fires and going on assassination missions, and didn't even have time or resources left over to get any actual research done. There are still fires to put out at H's base. This is one of them. But we have more firefighters and the houses are more flame-resistant. We do more research and less murder. But some murder. I think H's base is how you envisioned what your base would be like, Mikey. You just weren't able to make it possible. And I was dating a cute twink the whole time, too. Man, I really had it all. You're a Mikey iteration. So we were dating, yes. There were other iterations in our present that were married and one that was a widow. A widow? What time period was that iteration from? There was a Mike Walters that got old, that lived to old age? I'm going to die in eight years, unfortunately. I'm sure that's in H's files somewhere. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Oh, that's so interesting. I can relate. I'm going to die at the end of this conversation. <laughs> I see you when you get there, I guess. Maybe we'll remember everything. <sighs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Any more questions? Sure. Uh, what's going to happen to Jam? Jam's going to be fine. They made a terrible mistake messing around in the timeline on their own, but all of us have made terrible mistakes at this point. It comes with the territory. Everybody at base loves Jam. They're friendly and competent, and they're picking up on base procedure quickly. They'll be a full-fledged field agent soon enough, calling their own shots on their own missions. Eagle has been looking for a right hand, and Jam's a great pick. The other field agents don't have the right temperament. Yeah, uh, I've met Marissa. A force of nature, maybe, but not a manager. I love Marissa to death, and she does fantastically at her current job, which is procuring weapons. No questions asked. But... I agree. And I met Chris, too, technically. Um, I tricked him into letting me into base. That explains how you ended up with top-secret base property. Hey, uh, are Chris and Ryan, uh, the other Chris and Ryan, uh, not the field agents, uh, are they running Wobegon? Or even are Chris and Ryan the couple running Wobegon? I've ruled them out, but this is my last chance to ask. Ryan and Topher from the IT team run Wobegon. We secured Ryan and Topher in a raid on another organization. In return for their lives, they gave us the technological backend of Wobegon to work from. That's what gave H the resources to adjust this timeline like he has. I use it in my operations as a failsafe manager. Ryan wanted you to complete four challenges, but after that, they agreed to give you up to H so that he could complete the connectivity strike. 
You were the last iteration remaining. That's why H was so excited about getting you out of the way. He finally got everything that he wanted, until Jam dug you back up. There's nothing in his way after this. One last question. Do you have a plan, Edgar? I do. Are you ready? I'm going to close my eyes. Can you tell me about me, stuff that I didn't read in the files? Maybe stories you uh, heard from the hunters about the other timelines, stuff about me and you? I'm going to lean back on the couch and sit with my eyes closed. Don't give me any warning. Just wait until I'm not expecting it. Okay? Uh, sure. I can do that, Mikey. Where to begin? As you know, we dated. You were my Mikey bear, and I was your panther. Most of our friends thought that we were the worst kind of couple. Too in love with each other. Marissa said we were gross. <laughs> you were originally using me to get tier 2 door codes, but you ended up falling in love with the cute, gluten-free twink. One time, we were walking into the over cafeteria together, and it was pouring down rain, and we only had one umbrella. You were holding it over my head and getting soaked. Hunter ran out of his cabin and offered you a second umbrella, and you refused because you said it was more romantic that way. So yeah, admittedly pretty gross. <laughs> and then there wasn't just us. There was a satellite base in Latvia with two more mics. One of them got married to his Edgar, and the other one, well, he was the widow I talked about earlier. The grief turned him into a cowboy. That's the best way I can put it. I don't fully understand it. I think you knew that I had a thing for cowboys, and turning into a cowboy was your way of moving on. Cowboy Michael was his name, and he fell in love with another cowboy from his time period, and they were very sweet to each other. Michael and Sly. But we didn't get married until a few years from this time. Eagle, do you copy? Loud and clear, boss. Everything okay in there? We have decent cooperation. Just conducting some interrogation. The bear sang. There's a dupe in the back bedroom. He says Jam didn't know. You want me to take care of that for you? If you could do that while I'm finishing up here, that'd be great. Can do. Going on a bear hunt. Meet me back there when you're finished. Over and out. 10-4. Over and out. You're not Edgar. Who are you? Mike Walters, in the flesh. Good to finally meet you, man. My name is Eagle. I'm running muscle for Edgar this evening. He needed a little bit of backup. He's got his hands tied with another mic at the moment. Your iteration up front seems to have ratted you out. Mm-mm-mm. I hate to see iterations turn on each other like that. Stay back, Eagle. I'm not going down without a fight this time. That's a cute little bread knife you've got there. I brought a hunting knife myself. It's a little more efficient for the task at hand. We'll talk knives here in a minute. Does Jamila know about you? They said they were only hosting one stowaway in their cabin. 
Otherwise, we would have sent two people in for pest control. No, Jamila doesn't know. They told you the truth. I, I, I made the iteration after they left the cabin today. Please don't hurt them. No one is going to hurt Cham. They're a valuable member of our base who happened to just mess up. We talked it out, and I'm here to remedy the problem. I could do the easy way or the hard way shit, yada yada yada, but if I'm here, it's because we're doing things the hard way. Your reputation precedes you. I know that it does, because a lot of people have been politely asking me to die recently. I'll skip the formality, then. I'm going to kill you, and your bread knife isn't going to stop me. You can fight back if you want. The bread knife has been surprisingly useful for me in the past, actually. Well, whoever it worked on wasn't me. I said stay back. No. no. Come here. Uh. Gotcha. Uh. Ah. Hold still. Uh. There you are. Ooh, I think I might have broken your shoulder while I was getting your arms behind your back. You'd feel that in the morning, if you were still around. You know, <laughs> it's funny. There's an old cowboy iteration of you in another timeline, and hog tying was his thing. There's a section of the base manual that uses his instructions, I do believe. There's a section about concussion protocol based on you. Seems that your head was getting smashed into the ground in every timeline. Not just this one. Alright, I've got you right where I want you. Here's the plan. I'm going to let the K-Bar do its job, do some poking around under that rib cage of yours until I find the important bits, carve them up, and we'll be out of here in no time. Sound good, Mike? Uh, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar? What, because he was your boyfriend in another timeline? <laughs> He's not coming to save you. See? That's one iteration down. Pop goes the weasel. That's my cue. Let's wrap this up so that Edgar doesn't have to worry about you too, shall we? Alright, here we go. Remember what this feels like, Mike. Because if I have to do this again, I won't be so gentle with you. Stay dead, Mike. Do it for Jam. Hell, do it for Edgar. Ooh, there's the sweet spot. One big twist, and there we go. It's over. The good guys win this one. Bye-bye, Mike. Oh, hey, Edgar. I was just uh, finishing up here. It's all over but the crying, you know? This is the only other iteration, right? Right. We should sweep this whole house just in case. You're lucky he fessed up. This one was cowering in a corner back here. But he could have attacked you while your back was turned. Your part of the job went okay, though? As well as it could, all things considered. Say what you will about your little boyfriend Mike Walters here, but uh, that guy sure has a lot of blood inside him. I made the mess, so uh, I'll clean it up. You can head out if you want to. I know you're more of a office work kind of guy. Thanks, Eagle. I'll take you up on that. I'm feeling a little lightheaded, honestly. I'll pass on the message to H and Jam that the problem has been contained and start putting together the paperwork. Thanks, man. I'll write out my statement in the morning. You can vouch for Jam, right? This was all a big misunderstanding. Right. They didn't even know that base existed when they tried to save Mikey. Mike. They're with us. It might take some time for them to deal with this whole situation, though. Hey, it's understandable. Not everyone's into the whole blood and guts thing. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on Jam, though. Make sure things stay on the up and up. That sounds reasonable. 
See you at the office tomorrow? Absolutely. I'm bringing donuts. We've all been through a lot these past few days. You know, I, I think everyone might need something to cheer them up in the morning. Apologize to Jam for me, would you? I'm no good with that kind of thing, and I didn't mean to make them cry during the interrogation. <sighs> yeah, I can do that. See you tomorrow, Eagle. Catch you on the flip side, Edgar. Transported? What? What? Jam? Uh, who the hell are you? Where? Where are we? You took me out of Jam's cabin. What's going on? Mikey, you're fine. You're fine. I'm Edgar. You're in my cabin. You're going to be fine. Jam is safe. A lot happened tonight. Base knows about you. I had to stage a hit in order to get you to safety. I iterated you and sent one of the iterations here. You're safe in my cabin. Base won't look for you here. No, we did this already. Jam iterated me before, and you still hunted me down, apparently. Why won't they just hunt me down again? I don't know for certain, but I set up a decoy. During the mission, I told Eagle that the iteration that I was there to kill had confessed to the existence of another iteration. Eagle and I killed the second iteration as well. Base is going to think that they already foiled the plot. They don't know that there was a third mic. I'll play it up. In my expert opinion, the connectivity strike is complete. That was the last Mike Walters. Well, thanks, I guess, if this works. I was a sitting duck in Jam's cabin, and I'm, what, a slightly less sitting duck here? A standing duck? Now what? We're going to put things back the way they were. I did some digging in the files, and some digging through time, through the failsafes technology we're developing. I consolidated with an Edgar who remembered the other timeline, and then I put things back the way they were, so I could work on a real fix. I remember you, Mikey Bear. We're going back to the other timeline. We're going to dismantle the Hunter-Jeremiah Hartley base together. This has been Wobegon. The voice of Edgar was Jeremy Infinger. Check out his podcast, The Storage Papers. And a special thanks to Jeremy for getting his audio to me under some extreme technical difficulties. The voice of Eagle was Steve Anzalone. Check out his podcast, Mailtopia. I made an enormous mess with a tomato recording sound effects for his scene. Thanks for playing. Dylan? What the fuck?